I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I'm Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today we are deep diving into fermented. food fermented drinks and we're going to be deep diving into this passionate world of kombucha now i was introduced to kombucha years ago when i got and started making kombucha at home and it was one trip it was almost like my little pet that i had at home and today with us we have an expert who's been doing this as part of his business for how many years now almost just under 5 just under 5 years so join me in welcoming vikram mittal to have coach podcast vikram welcome Thank you so much for having me here. My pleasure. Vikram, how did you get down this path? Like what is the story behind all of this? Okay, so it's a long story. I'll try and keep it as short as I can without missing any key details, however. <laughs> right? So I was in merchant navy and I've always had this thing for food, right? So when I was in school, I always like my dad's a big foodie. So he would get like rasgullas from Bikaner and uh, kachoris from Jodhpur. and you know uh, chola bhatura if you are going like wherever right delhi hai to matlab rajma kulche khana hi hai and all those stuff so food was also very central part of our existence uh, right and as i grew up i thought i'll join the merchant uh, i'll join the indian navy and then uh, that didn't happen long story mm. uh, so i thought i'll become a chef my dad said agar if you want to become a chef i travel to all five stars you'll probably end up becoming a waiter somewhere you know that's what i see big chef says <laughs> in your future <laughs> like 20 years ago that was the perception right mm. so he told me you do graduation and you'll figure out so i said okay fine so i was doing graduation and uh, merchant navy came along and uh, well uh, this that and then i ended up in merchant navy so i got to travel around the world and then i got into so first initial uh, fermentation bit and all of this happened with sardo baking right mm. we've eaten bread since we were like kid like sardo when i had for the first time i went to switzerland i was having cheese and bread i'm like who eats just cheese and bread right it's not an indian thing at all but then i started enjoying it and i was like this bread is so amazing and turns out it's not like the indian bread at all like not the lakshmi and the britannia and whatever you know we were doing so i'm like okay let's go home now in india nobody is doing sardo so i'm going looking up uh, different different articles and youtube and whatever now their flour and our flour is very different So I'm stuck with like these really dense breads and whatever, but fermentation. But you tried making it. You actually tried fermenting yes, and everything. Yes, everything at home. So I made my own wild yeast starter and everything with like zero, like literally zero live help. It's all online, you know, videos and articles and whatever. And uh, well, with little success, but my house was always smelling of bread and coffee, black coffee. So that was always happening. So that happened. Merchant Navy happened. I keep kept traveling. I went to fifty countries and never had a kombucha in my life. and i love strolling through like supermarkets everywhere right you find out so much about the city just by going through the like, culture in general to you know going to the supermarkets and then uh, into i got married and in 2017 is when we went to the us i promised my wife we would go for a long honeymoon and we ended up in us and uh, the same friends because of whom we met me and my wife they are living in uh, us in north carolina and uh, they have a farm and it's like the homesteading sort of a thing they have chickens and they have ducks and they have like you oh, know, lovely yeah like really cool and you know they make their own things and they fix their own house and this is amazing right that's one small goal of mine to also do so at some point of time 100% mm-hmm. and I've, the homesteading videos can be quite enticing if you go on like okay so without uh, distracting from the topic like i always do uh, so that's when my wife was sitting one evening and we stayed there for about 2 weeks right we really enjoyed the place you know the friends were really warm and everything is so cool and so nice with them the weather was amazing it was you know summer so it was really nice 
and uh, so evening we were sitting my wife is not much into alcohol i do definitely enjoy my beer and my local alcohol and everything but she like i'm not drinking this and beer is not my thing and the place is really famous for craft breweries so every second third door is famous for craft breweries and i was like i want to have a beer matlab i'm in you this is what i'm going to do right drink this is the house of this all, is the yeah. house of beer like you never had so much back in india coming from jaipur right i never had like a brewery and tap and all of that it was so fascinating you could see like all of these things i've already see, always seen it but never sort of enjoyed like all of that never understood now there was someone who was explaining it to me what is a craft brewery my friend does a lot of fermentation right of course and uh, so he told my wife uh, why don't you try this and like what is this and he said this is kombucha and i'm like ye kya hai ye kya hai why why would we drink this and he's like ha matlab try this no so and my wife is like oh this is different and i tried i'm like this is weird and he's like yeah I mean, is there any alcohol in it bola no and then why am i drinking this it's friday <laughs> evening i want a beer why am i drinking something that i don't want to drink in the first place so my wife ended up drinking bunch of it and over the course of the next week or so i mean we kept drinking it was a small home thing that you know probably you did when you started or something or when i did when i started back at home so, so this, this was they were they were uh, fermenting this in their house at in the house right just like plain kombucha black tea kombucha or green tea kombucha they were just doing and it was really nice and uh, i am the guy who sort of dwells into these new things and i don't know if my wife says i have adhd but i don't know what it is but i really enjoy the process of baking and you know new things and whatever so uh, my wife said okay we are leaving now my friend said why don't you take it back home with you it will be fun i'm like i'm not carrying this liquid and whatever this is all the way across the us all the way to the west coast and then fly it back home and then have customs ask us what is this and what are they explaining i don't even understand what this is i don't want all this hassle my wife said but you know i really like this and you know i don't drink alcohol and i'm like so to keep my wife happy i thought okay so much sardo hmm. might as well do some kombucha so we bought it back and that's how things at home in any case might as well had to the stink yeah i'll tell you those stories are another level of stories khair we bought it back and then i was about to go sailing so i gave it to my mother in law i said okay this is kombucha so this is how you make it i had zero clue what kombucha was what health benefits there were i just knew that it was a good alternative to my to me drinking beer and my wife not feeling left out while i'm drinking a beer or whatever i'm drinking right so that's how it started so i got it back home jaipur we're not in bombay yet right so in jaipur i gave it to my mother in law because i'm going sailing my wife is busy and my mother in law is like at home and she's very industrious otherwise hmm. and very enterprising so I gave it to her and I said okay mama this is what you need to do make tea and you know make tea this add sugar blah 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 and you do this and that's it and when you feel you you can drink it you drink it that's pretty much it <laughs> and I go sailing so my mother in law is doing it she has one jar when i come back she has four theek hai na and people are not drinking it but because they acha vikram matlab because i left it for them and you know being the jawai and all of that so they're like no no i have to take care of it right and all of that honestly i think that's what really got it started so we came back and we like oh and one of the, so when we came back some friends were visiting and they said i want i want um, you know a soda or a cola or something and i said why do you drink all of this you know it's not healthy okay drink this i had a bottle of kombucha filled in a shiva's old bottle with a cork on top of it so we kept it in the car and we were going home from my mother in law's house and we were driving the cap popped like the cork just like flew out and i'm like what what happened what happened and you know then you put it back and then we like ha kombucha is fizzy right and that's why it's coming out so we get home we pour her some she really likes it i'm like oh i want to drink this i want to drink this i'm like please be my guest drink all you want i'll get you some more tomorrow we got many jars going i am still not into kombucha by the way right i haven't 
googled it i haven't done much research on it i am just like okay but i definitely intend to be or I've, i would uh, call myself a gym goer or like a health freak or whatever i think camera is doing me just as i hope mm-hmm. but in general you just so just flex a little for the camera <laughs> later so <laughs> yeah, might so that happened <laughs> and uh, so we did start doing kombucha that's the kombucha in our life so we fast forward i go to the ship i come back and i'm in bombay and my wife is doing a doctor training course and she also comes to bombay now again the same problem we have a lot of time in the evening we have nothing to do now what to do right so i said okay why don't we get some kombucha and we make kombucha here right and that's how it starts so we are living with a friend we start making like a 5 liter jar of kombucha at home and that's what we do and then uh, we are drinking it every day you know whatever you can harvest in like a 5 liter jar we are drinking it my wife gets some my friends get some it's very basic we don't pay so much attention as long as something drinkable coming out of it and it's healthy you know we don't we're not drinking some sugar or whatever whatever just healthy basic basic stuff and a friend from uk drops by and we don't know to sort of sort of i was meeting him for the first time friends friend so i give him some kombucha and he's like what is this i have never had this i want this you know and this is like the third time i'm having this reaction right my wife then my friend and then this other friend who i don't know he has no bias for me and he's like i'm like and honestly we were i think we were drinking like kombucha people were drinking kombucha we were drinking so we were a little tipsy i think and all of a sudden this like he said i want to take it home to uk i'm like sure i've got some scoby and whatever you can take it home and then like have you ever tried thought of selling it you know your aha moment aha. especially like, when you're drunk aha, aha moment I'm like ha and i look at my friend and i'm like ha ha yaar we've never th- thought of it but like who will buy kombucha from us like why would they buy kombucha from us right nobody in bombay still knows what kombucha is right you you're not heard at people. that point at that point we, there's no google so hmm. if you google kombucha there is like uh, uh, there was a bucha bar something in south bombay that used to pop up there's nothing else on kombucha at all this is when this is how this many is 2018 february 2018 okay okay so i'm like uh, there's nothing on kombucha there's no one doing it so mujhe to laga ki humko bater lag gayi ande ke baad bater lag jati hai na to mujhe laga ki this is what is happening we've hit the jackpot we have something that nobody knows about nobody talks about and everybody likes it You're so far another market all so hmm. i'm like let's just do this hmm. okay so we are drink drunk so okay we figure it out so february we we are there i'm i have some exams i'm doing this merchant navy thing i was actually starting to be a chief engineer at that point best business plans happen when you're drunk no clearly or or among other things but like let's stick to drinking for now so that happened okay and then uh, i was giving my exams so i was not really paying attention to this and then i finished my course i was about to give my i had some little time beach mein left so i went to dubai for a small vacation came back and then we thought okay let's just do the farmers market we have some time let's figure out where the farmers market happen in bombay because clearly nobody knows kombucha is right so let's just do farmers market so i went to bandra first they were too expensive honestly We so, met in the farmers market in Bandra. That's the first time we no, met. No, we right? didn't meet in France. We met at the Breach Candy. That what was that place called on top of Nitro Gym? Is that where we met first? Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, there was mm. a gut health workshop. Madhuri, bunch of people were there. Shonali was also there, I think. I was giving a talk on gut health at that time. Yes, exactly. Right. So mm. that's where we met at the first time. We were really new. Mm. Like we had absolutely no clue. And I think that was April or May or something. I th- if I remember correctly. So uh, we went to the farmers market. Now it was too expensive. I'm like, see, I'm not going to look into spend money on selling it. Hmm. I want to make money or just like be okay, like cut, you know, just like uh, zero zero, hmm. right? So we went to the market. So like, and they already had like a kombucha brand which we had no idea about. So this is one week prior to our first market, which happened on 31st March 2018. Hmm. So we are doing a reiki and where to go. We go to Bandra and they're like, now my concern was that I'm a man of science, right? I've studied engineering. I'm a science student. 
So my thing was I knew fermentation because I was making bread as well. So I'm like, what about the alcohol? That because fermentation, one on one, yeast converts sugar into alcohol, right? Now, baki to baad mein now considering this four and a half years ago, I have no idea what kombucha me kya hota hai, how it happens, how does it work. I'm really worried, so I go ask someone, "Hey, how do you control your sugar?" From one of the older brands that we found out existed in Bombay, right? And they're like, "Oh, very coyly, we are told that no, no, it's something that we've learned with experience." I'm like, "We are doomed, <laughs> right? I don't think we'll ever figure out how to get this shit done." It's gonna be bootlegging. You're gonna be in jail. I know. I mm. thought. I I thought it was like it's gonna be that bad. So, anyways, so we went home. Bangra was not happening. Come Pawai, me there was a market. that was happening and they said okay why don't you come to pavai now it's a vegan market we have absolutely zero clue what vegan is theek hai like non vegetarian vegetarian manum hai vegan kya hota hai vegan kya hota hai theek hai na i thought vegan matlab animal products nahi hai to matlab meat wheat nahi hai whatever but we didn't know honey and milk was also not involved in the whole process milk anyways we didn't do but honey ginger honey was one of the first flavors we ever did so plain kombucha ginger honey kombucha and then we had a watermelon and mint kombucha watermelon and mint was like the Badass kombucha. It used to fly. I don't know how many walls or ceilings we've painted with that kombucha. Mm. How many people have called us and said it's flying all over. What to do? How do you open the bottle? And I'm like, it never happens to me. Why does it happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> But again, we'll, that's a learning. Let's just just learning curve. So we went to Pawai. We had about forty three or odd bottles, if I remember correctly. And we had the beera bottles. We got from a bar nearby, and we had cleaned them, sanitized them, and everything. We got a machine to sort of put the caps on. This was the initial first setup, and we put the kombucha in. We like what flavors to make. Now, using all our might and marketing mind together, me and my wife, uh, she's like, so I said, let's do flavors which people understand, because anyways, now this kombucha nobody understands, right? We don't know how many people understand. We'll find out, but apparently so far nobody understands. So we are the only ones who understand this. Let's make flavors which are easier for people to understand. People can relate to them. So ginger is one of the thing which is the most popular flavor in the world in beverages, by the way. So the ginger honey, Indian thing that is very healthy. Plus tea. Hai. So it in a tea you add ginger and you add honey. Brilliant. Brilliant. Hmm. What can be better? So let's do that. And it was summer season, so watermelon was in. So I said let's do seasonal things, organic things. So we said watermelon and mint. So these three flavors we took to the market. Forty three bottles we sold hmm. in three hours, two and a half hours. some friends bought some new people bought and whatever but it was such a high because you know we didn't know anybody in bombay we are in a farmers market standing like hardly my sister helped me with like some banners and all because she used to work so she like okay bhaiya i'll help you with this she's in the marketing and all that so she helped me with that so we really don't know what we are doing but we just know that you know whatever and then we are told that okay honey is not vegan so you can't sell these bottles i'm like okay but some people came and said okay no no it's okay some of us some have of us, honey some of it us is okay <laughs> just don't have milk <laughs> so why don't you why is it okay if we take like okay fine i won't be able to sell at the market <laughs> from the I, car boot <laughs> <laughs> but i can have it delivered because you live close by so I, because i already have the bottles i don't know what to do with them i don't have a refrigerator big enough to keep all of this stuff hmm. so if you want it why not hmm. right anyways i've come so far So this is how it went, and we were sold out. Fantastic! Congratulations. Yes, thank you so much. Mm. And I think you know that was like the aha moment as well, and also the boo boo moment also, mm. because that's where the entrepreneurial bug sort of got into the system. Now we thought, now we have like let's say exam I'm giving, we have at least three to four months, maybe six months in Bombay, right? And this seems to be a very lucrative business. We have zero input cost. घर पे बनाते हैं किचन में. There's no cost involved. Whatever is involved, right? Basic, basic. 
Bottles we are getting from a bar nearby free of cost. Only cap cost and putting it together. Manual cost. Let's just do this. Right? So we'll do it for 4-5 months. Either we'll make some money. Say if you sell say 5,000 a week, right? And there's 4 weeks. So about 20 grand. You can easily pay off like half your rent. Or I was living in Navi Mumbai. So that was my whole rent. Pretty much. Hmm. And if you're staying with a friend, you save 20 grand. Right? So I said, this is very nice. So let's do this. So that's how it started. That was the first day ever. And because we were sold out, the market organizer, they called us and they said, hey, we're doing in Juhu as well. Do you want to come there? I'm like, I'm sold out on all my kombucha. I have like zero kombucha. I can't have any kombucha till the very next, uh, until the next week at least. So, you know, we were really happy, really pumped up, amped up, you know, something we made people liked, enjoyed, you know, and that's like, if I want to be a chef, remember backstory. Correct. So, for me, it was very high. I mean, something I made. And feeding and people. Feeding people, people hmm. liking it, people saying, hey, this is really nice, I want it, and can I get it next week, and can I get it delivered? First week itself. So that happened. So then we started doing markets all over the town. Pawai and Juhu. We started doing Kolaba. There was a farmer's market somewhere. We started doing that. Now, so exams to the, but this was like in the kitchen. Hardly, we would take what, 100, 200 bottles a month. Not a big deal and all of that. So that's how kombucha sort of started for us. We take these three basic things and that's how we started getting out in Bombay and telling people about kombucha. And uh, only after then when I realized that, you know, I should probably be able to answer all these questions, right, when they come along, that's when I started Googling more, I started reading more, I read everything there was to read on fermentation, all the popular books, right, and uh, fortunately for me, being a science student, it was easy to sort of connect the dots, rationalize things, and all of that, and it really helped, but that's how just kombucha started. We're gonna take a quick break, see you on the other side. Welcome back. All right, let's jump into the conversation. So interesting. So in fact, quickly, I'm going to tell my kombucha story as well. And then we'll discuss what kombucha is. Done. Because I'm sure people are now wondering, what is scoby, what is kombucha? Kya hai? So I think my kombucha story started probably a little before yours, about 2015. And um, I was listening to podcasts from abroad and they were talking about this thing called kombucha. And I was wondering that, what is this kombucha? So again, same thing, Googled. And I was like, I need to start making it home because I can't find it anywhere. So, I found one strange website where people had made one Google sheet. And on that sheet, they had shared that they will send you kombucha if you call up this number and give it. So, I said, okay, fine. Indian number? Indians, Indians, Indians. So, basically, at that point of time, it was used for people who had gone through cancer and chemotherapy and they were using this to repopulate the gut and all of that. So, not medical advice. I'm just telling you this was what that website was for. and so. The person who called saying, what has happened? Who in your family is sick? And I was like, no, nobody's sick in my family. I just want to use it for my health. Okay, send me your driver, send me a dabba, clean it up and send it. But you have to promise me, Ashtin, you have to take good care of this. This is now like your child. And I was like, like what is going on? Like, how passionate are these people about this thing? And um, I have genuinely no idea what I was getting into. So I send one steel dabba the way that he has asked. And so what I got in that dabba was this slimy, leathery looking thing that can only be described as a jellyfish. Okay, it was this strange thing and I had no idea what to do. How should I be touching it? And uh, guys, and this is what is known as a SCOBY. Okay, so SCOBY stands for Symbiotic Colony of Bacteria and Yeast. So S-C-O-B-Y. And uh, in that was a 
colonization of bacteria and yeast that are working together yes. in harmony. Yes. And then they sent me one recipe. So the recipe involves what? Uh, making brewing tea. Brewing tea. Brewing tea, then adding sugar to it. Then you add some kombucha and some scoby, which is already there in your steel box. I'm guessing there was some starter. Correct. And some scoby. And then you just put it in, cover it with like a normal cloth, like a, something that is breathable. Not too big, otherwise the flies get in. Hmm. I mean, small as in like you can breathe through it, right? So like a cheesecloth or like a malmal kapda, that kind of thing. Something is what like, like a cotton use. cloth, Correct. like something that used to dhoti or something like right. that. That hmm. sort of a cloth. Cover it up, put it out, put it on a kitchen counter and forget about it for the next at least five to seven days. Seven days, right? And it's basically this glass jar that was that I kept in my library. Okay, because obviously I won't be allowed to keep it in the kitchen. Kitchen's messy. You know, things would have happened to it. Everybody would have put their finger inside. So we are trying to keep it as sanitized as possible. So it used to be in my library. And every morning I would come and I would see it. And sometimes the scoby was floating on the top. Sometimes it was at the bottom. It genuinely was as if it had a life of its own. Right? You normally think of tea as something dead. This was clearly alive and doing things. And which is why I understood that passion that people had about take care of my scoby. Huh? Treat it like it's your child. Now I understood why that was going on. And tentatively after I think a week or so I had my first sip of kombucha and I was like oh this is what kombucha is supposed to taste like because till then I had no idea what it was supposed to be right I had no benchmark right. and in fact till I think you guys came in and we could taste what kombucha was for me I didn't know if I was making it right or not and then after a year or so of making this it expanded like your mother-in-law's to two different jars right. and slowly gave it to friends and that's the thing about kombucha it becomes a social circle I think I did this for about 2-3 years and till I realized that my bedroom smelt like old socks because of this kombucha that was now sitting in front of my bed in my bedroom. And I was like, okay, now this is not something that I want to and have And you will home. not realize it. Everyone else comes and tells you. <laughs> Ashton, what is that smell in your room? So, so, like as much as an interesting experiment it is to make at home, I realized that it's easier to just stock my fridge with kombucha and have that from there. So I think that was so much easier to do at that point of time. So this is, I think, the reason why kombucha has such a strong following around it. I think that it's a beautiful story about it. And the whole idea about kombucha is that it's a probiotic, right? Yes. So, you know, what does kombucha actually do for the system? So, I mean, going back when you said like fermenting, right? So you add sugar because tea has no food for the bacteria or the yeast, right? Now yeast do the fermentation bit. So they convert the sugar into alcohol. Right And CO2. That's why you will see the bubbles coming up and the scoby floating up and down because the gas sort of gets trapped, pushes it up. And then at some point it sort of floats down again. It's okay either ways. But the alcohol that is produced, now that is the food for the bacteria. And that is exactly what you want. Right? So the alcohol acts as food for the bacteria, which they consume. And they give out CO2. They give out vitamin B12. They give out a lot of other vitamins, vitamin C, a lot of acids, different acid glucuronic acid, acid, so basically the bacteria is gluconoacetobacter and acetobacter, which are pretty much the same for acetic acid or your vinegar, apple cider vinegar, similar ones. So that's why kombucha is vinegary, hmm. right? A lot of other ferments would be a little different, but kombucha has these bacteria and so they are consuming this alcohol. And now, so when this happens, these acids, they play a very important role in this. And honestly, I know this will sort of demystify a lot of things, you know, debunk the myth for a lot of people. But I honestly believe, I don't know how this is going to go down. But kombucha is a very, very healthy drink. That goes without saying. But 
I don't know if I would call it a probiotic compared to all the other things that we do. It is definitely good for gut health. Like I have had major meals on Ramzan and like I've hogged and then I've come back home feeling like this should not have happened in the first place. And then I've had like a, I've gotten up, I've had a half a bottle of kombucha and in 10 minutes I'm back to sleep like a baby, right? That's what kombucha does. So it's really good for digestion. Now, as Ayurveda says, 80% of all your problems are originating from your gut. If you talk to nutritionists these days, and I talk to a bunch of them, of course, and I know that you are very into gut health and all of that. So they will tell you 100% of your problems originate from the gut in one way or the other. And in today's world, it's become even more important with the quality of food and everything. So what kombucha is doing it, with all these healthy acids and enzymes and the bacteria, it is flourishing your gut with good bacteria. It is helping you get rid of the toxins and the bad bacteria. And that's what it does. So it works on your gut. And that consequently, it's like a ripple effect. So your gut gets into phase. There is a little bit of traces of alcohol, depending on how you're making your kombucha, whether you're doing it at home, whether you're doing it, you know, who's doing it. But say there are traces of kombucha, which you probably can't detect with like normal testing, so which is very safe to consume. That helps line your gut with alcohol, right? So that one prevents the growth of pathogens in your gut. Two, it prevents your, it protects your gut lining. So the leaky gut thing, it helps you prevent the leaky gut as well. So bunch of these different things, that's what makes kombucha it is, right? And the best thing about kombucha, it's fizzy, right? So it's easy to replace your, you know, sodas and colas. I mean, imagine if you were drinking a cola, it was flat, you wouldn't like it. Correct. But kombucha, you will still like it and it is fizzy. So it is it, fizzy. It, so it, it's a functional beverage. It's more than a beverage. It's a functional beverage. So I think that's what kombucha does to your body. And I have been, uh, people have told me that Vikram, the only change I did in my diet was kombucha. And I drink uh, not a lot, but like maybe a small cup, like a cup of tea or maybe even smaller every day. That's the only change I've done. And my B12 levels have gone up from below the required level, like the minimum se bhi niche, to now very, very healthy. And I think I attribute it all to kombucha. And that's like a very independent, like I was not even expecting it, someone to come and pay so much attention to it. And uh, people who've come and said, Ki Vikram, I, was, I slept really late last night and I got up in the morning and I was like feeling all over the place. And then I had a kombucha before I went to work and I was actually driving and drinking it. And I had a wonderful day. Matlab, usually when I get up so late and you know, I, I sleep so late, my days are very dull and I'm like fighting off like the sluggishness. But with a kombucha, I really felt great. So... With this kind of feedback that we got, then we started asking more and more people, how do you feel? Does it help? I've had people who, uh, I know nutritionists, who recommend kombucha or fermented beverage, plus kombucha being a more popular one. Plus, because it's uh, made with tea, tea has a lot of polyphenols. That is the reason the whole world, forget the milk bit of it for a moment. But Without like milk, tea, tea, tea is fantastic. It's with fin- milk, it ruins the polyphenols. So that's exactly. why I always have it without milk. Exactly. So when you're drinking green tea or the black tea or whatever tea you're drinking, the polyphenols actually help you relax. That is why people are supposed to have a tea after like a hectic day of work, right? A tea does wonder, relaxes you because of these polyphenols. Now imagine polyphenols, fermentation, good gut health, all of this coming into one package and just, and you don't have to do something extra. It's a happy kitchen. Yeah, it's a a very, very happy 
mocktail of things, mocktail right? Mocktail of things, right? A cocktail of things, or I mean, whatever. Yeah, right? depending on how you brew it. How you uh, brew it, yeah. But what's interesting is that you know the, we often think of, like you said, gut as probiotic or not, right? I mean, kombucha or these drinks as probiotic or not. But what we don't realize is that our bacteria communicate with each other really fast, and there is a strange sense of calm that happens after your first two sips of kombucha. I don't know what it is. For me, it is definitely almost like a signaling molecule has happened in some way, saying that ah, something nice is happening now in the body. So for me, I think that is why I used to love enjoying and having kombucha as part of that. What are some of the FAQs that people have on kombucha? One of the most popular ones is, uh, does it have sugar? Hmm. Right. So a lot of times when you read this, the narrative is that cost there is sugar added to the kombucha. Now what sugar you're adding? We use raw organic cane sugar at Mavi's, right? But whatever sugar you're using, no matter who brews kombucha, there will always be some leftover sugar in your kombucha. If there is no sugar left in your kombucha, it would probably become vinegar, right? And that becomes very, very undrinkable. I have with personal experience. So same, we, same, same. We do keto kombucha for a lot of people. Oh wow! Like zero sugar kombucha, like less than half a gram left. I can't even measure it, like basically. But we do it for people, and honestly, nobody in my team or me personally would go for a flavor like that. And even people who order that, they order flavors like apricot in keto kombucha, so that apricot gives them the little sweetness, right? That you're something you're drinking, or blueberry, or you know, they would not order lemon keto kombucha. Because khatta and then or khatta, it doesn't work with them. But you haven't thought about doing the the second ferment with, for example, stevia or something like that inside. One is that we don't add any sugar in the second ferment, hmm. right? But the fruits and stuff like that would be the right, the but, sugary aspects, right? right? But the fruit that we use would always be from the perspective of flavoring, right? Natural flavoring, like not some uh, naturally identical flavor as somebody would put it in a lot of places, right? There's nothing natural about those natural identical flavors. If you want a flavor, if you want jamun, you put actually jamun. put a jamun in the thing, right? If you want ginger, you put the ginger. It reminds me of the Bob Marley thing, right? People love, they say they love the sunshine, but they walk with, you know, they stay stay indoors or they put their windows, you know, the curtains on. People say they love the rainfall, but they walk with umbrellas. And the same thing, like if you want a ginger, have a ginger, man. Like enjoy the ginger, the flavor's there. Like if you want a jamun, you get a jamun. You want a kokum, you get a kokum, right? So this is what we think. And I think that's also what sort of puts us apart from a lot of other other brands because it's a tedious process. Cutting every single fruit piece, putting it, measuring Explain it. Explain the second ferment. So first ferment is when you've like done that and put the muslin cloth or something on top covered. What I was doing days. at my what house. What you were doing at seven. It was basically sugar, tea and the kombucha. Water kombucha. That's pretty much it. Correct. Right? Now after seven days or five days, depending on everybody will have a little proportion, recipe, whatever, you start tasting it. At a certain point, you will find for yourself, if you're doing it at home, a balance where it's a little khatta. It has to be khatta. If it's not khatta, it's not fermented yet. Hmm. And there will be a nice balance of sweetness and khatta where you're like, oh, I can have this. And you will see some bubbles sticking around here and there. And when you pour it, you will see more bubbles coming and all. That's, I think, when you know your kombucha is ready. Now you can either have it as is or you can do a second ferment. Right. Second ferment is when you add a, either sugar or more sugar to make it sweeter or whatever fizzier, or you add a fruit or spice or whatever the hell you want in it. You put in it. You put a cap, put put a cap on it and you let it let the flavor settle in. So that's where the second ferment takes place. Now, if you add sugar in the second ferment and you close the bottle, you bottle it. Right. Oh, liter ka jar hai. So now you have the first ferment is ready. You add fruit, spices, whatever. 
cinnamon, clove, whatever you want. You add it, you bottle it up in whatever bottles you have. Make sure the bottles are strong because once you put the fruit in, there is fresh sugar added. More fermentation takes place. It produces a lot of CO2. That's what gives the fizz in our bottles, right? Whatever fizz comes in. It will take about anywhere between, depending on how you're making it, 24 to 72 hours for the fizz to sort of get there, right? This is the second ferment, right? People also do a third ferment, wherein you take this out, filter everything, and then you add something more. Or you just bottle, add some sugar or whatever and you bottle it again. So that's a third ferment. So you can ferment it as many times as you want. But second fermented is, is where your kombucha is flavored and you don't have to get bored with like the same old thing. And it's ready to drink from that point ready on. Ready to drink from that point on. How fizzy you want it again, you can control it. Hmm. Because you know, if you leave it one day, then you two days more fizzy, three days more fizzy. Also remember, the more fizzy it gets, the sugar is being consumed. So it will become drier like a wine, right? If you refrigerate it, however, the fermentation sort of slows down because the temperature is not optimal. So, okay, yes, one of the important things, when you're making it at home, the temperature has to be like a room temperature anywhere between 20 and 30 degrees, right? A bigger Correct. range, but 20 to 30. Anywhere less, you might have to ferment it for, say, instead of a week or 10 days, you might have to ferment it for 50 or 20 days. So in Bombay, when it rains, our batch time goes almost one and a half to two times. Oh, it increases that much. Because the temperature drops more than it does in winter. Correct. My friend's house in Pune, it used to increase during the uh, winters, exactly. for example. Exactly. In Jaipur, we have a hard time like making kombucha in winters. Oh, yeah. It doesn't ferment at all. The temperature is 5 degrees, 10 degrees. Hmm. It becomes difficult. So another question that people have is, does kombucha have alcohol? Hmm. So yes, when it's fermenting, there is always alcohol produced. Some of it is being consumed by the bacteria. Traces of it is left. Now again, depending who's making kombucha, how you're doing it, also, how much sugar is there? Because first ferment is aerobic. Because the air can come in the jar and out, right? Second ferment, when you bottle it, is anaerobic. And anaerobic can lead to alcohol content increase, right? Because the air is not happening. What air does is that oxidizes the alcohol and makes it into acid again. Hmm. So that's what moon vinegar. But I would say safely, like if you're buying a professional kombucha, usually they have this figured out because of course we're worried about the alcohol content and everything. And even if you're doing it at home, the alcohol content is so low, you'll have to drink a truckload of kombucha to get drunk at some point. Yeah, you can whatever. drive afterwards. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So you know, a ripe pineapple hmm. has about 1% alcohol by volume when it's like fully ripe and you know that it's going to go bad from here, this point on. It's like completely yellow smelling, the whole kitchen is smelling. That has about 1% alcohol, can up to 1% alcohol. So, we really don't bother so much, right? There. Mm. So, same same fine. thing. Same thing. What are the other questions that typically get asked? With how kombucha? much can I drink, right? So let's do how much can I drink? When can I drink? What is the ideal way of doing this? Should it be an empty stomach? Should it be with food? Should okay. it be what? What are those? Right. So how much you can drink? If you're a newbie, I would always tell people to drink anywhere between a 200 ml and a 300 ml the first time around. If it does a number on their gut and they feel like they have to go to the toilet or something, happens in one one in thousand, like quickly. Hmm. And in that case, you reduce your intake. If you have any flare-up, because kombucha heals, but sometimes it can flare up an infection or like a skin something rash, then it will bring it down. In that case, if you're worried, just reduce your consumption, right? So maybe 100 ml, maybe small, like I said, that B12, you know, maybe 50 ml, 40 ml, that's about it. Uh, when to drink it, totally up to you. So if you want more energy, in the morning, hmm. instead of your tea, coffee, have a kombucha, it works. If you want better digestion before a meal. If you want better digestion, you can also drink it be between your meals. One of the favorite times for me to have a kombucha is either 
actually before dinner because I don't want to drink a beer but I also want a probiotic I want something to chill with while the dinner is being served and whatever I would open a bottle of kombucha while I'm sort of serving dinner or whatever that, that's my favorite time or Netflix and chill Netflix and chill love it fantastic any other questions that you typically get on kombucha before we get can into we give the it second to, podcast can we, can, we get, can we give it to kids hmm. so if your kids are uh, except for pregnant women and if you've been having kombucha all your like time then it's okay you can still continue to have kombucha because it's a very good detox drink like I said so if it detoxes your body it will get into the milk and all the other systems and go to the baby so that is one of the reasons we say that pregnant women should be very aware of what any change diet change forget kombucha any diet change in their thing but usually that's one place and very small babies uh, maybe a 2 year 3 year old when they're still sort of figuring out food their immune system is still being built we don't want to overload them right but having said that if you can give them a cold drink right if you can give them anything else you can definitely give them a kombucha yeah, we, is what we i feel so particular about these kinds of drinks but like all the junk food etc ha huh? it's a, it's a child no problem they'll they can their system can manage but then we worry about the stuff that is actually healthy for us my it's wife my wife actually scolds me because at home we don't keep any juice any packet juice no tang no fruit whatever anything nothing and then when friends come over and their kids come over we have nothing to offer right and i'm like if you call people over you could have something i'm like but yes you have to teach them young mm. they should have to learn drinking kombucha and whatever whatever we are making from now on how will they make a habit out of it later you know crazy give them a banana <laughs> 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 on that happy note vikram thank you so much for coming on the habit coach podcast thank where you. can people find your products where can people reach out to you so we deliver pan india we are also all over bombay in nature's basket you can find us plus we are bombay based so bonus for everyone you can just find us on instagram and as kombucha k o m b u c h a dot i n or just google mavi's pantry or something you'll find us just message it's probably me or one of my people from my small team will answer your questions and if you have any questions about kombucha at anything at all if you want some customization anything As a small brand, we have that luxury of doing all of that without having. Only in Bombay? Are you transporting anywhere else? No, no, everywhere. So we are in Pune in a bunch of twenty plus thirty stores. Maybe Lovely. I don't know in Pune, all over Bombay, from South Bombay all the way to Borivali, Bangalore. Uh, we are doing Delhi, Calcutta, Vijayawada, Ahmedabad, Goa. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. So and plus these days, uh, you know, with the pandemic, hmm. the couriers have become so efficient now hmm. that nothing is too far now. Lovely. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Absolutely loved it. Thank you so very much for having me here. My pleasure. Hey hey, it's been another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On all things policy, Ananya Desai and Rohan Pai discuss recurrent bans on fireworks during festive seasons in India and discuss possible solutions to tackle India's air pollution problem. On the Habit Coach podcast, Ashton Doctor welcomes Sahil Mehta, an esteemed mountaineer and author of the book Break Free. Sahil shares a transformative experience which became the catalyst for embracing discipline and fulfillment. The episode explores the profound impact of vulnerability on personal growth. Folks, if you like our shows, do spread the word. Tell your friends and don't forget to rate and review them wherever you're listening to them. Follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You'll also find all our shows on YouTube at youtube.com/ivmpodcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week: Omedia Network India, Abbott, IDFC First Bank, and Save Life Foundation. 
थैंक यू फॉर मेकिंग दिस पॉसिबल